We can hit it if you want. What's up? What's up? It's Lord Mav. I'm over here doing this real nigga news shit again. We're going to call this shit a real nigga thoughts. I'm not going to label it as that, right? So I'm here today to talk about my phone being back on, motherfucker. That's the main topic of this bitch. My phone is on. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got no more internet in the house, so this phone shit had to do, right? Job shit not going to work out because of scheduling difficulties and, you know, COVID shit. My son got out for two weeks because he had like a a contact, you know, some con- somebody had contact with somebody with COVID supposedly. So the kids was out of school for two weeks, basically. So it's like, damn, you know what I mean? But basically my phone is on so I could get back to this anchor shit. That's what that means. I'm over here to talk moy shit. You know what I'm saying? Mucho shit. I'm over here to talk much shits. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking all the shits. All the diarrhea mouth. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of shit going on in the world. But I don't want to talk about none of that shit yet. I'm not ready. I done took so much time, you know, uh, having to do shit. You know, because if my internet goes out, I'm saying it like it didn't happen. But if my internet goes out, then I need to go back to basics. Whereas I was... I was kind of balling this shit up a little bit, you know what I'm saying? I took the took the real nigga news to YouTube, started started clipping it up so people could see the the actual clips of the things that I'm talking about. They get to see the things that I'm watching, you know. And it was good, as the Lord said. You feel like checking on? It was good, as the Lord said. You know what I mean? So. Then I went ahead and lost my internet rights and lost my internet privileges. And now it's like to go back to just doing this podcast on the phone. It's not good enough for me no more. It's like I'm trying to do more ball and shit. I'm trying to do more John Blaze, more John Blaze shit. But everything comes with getting the right materials, basically, you know. And it's hard to say what those materials are. Because when it comes with the internet, it's like I'm going to have to constantly pay that if I'm trying to do the type of things that I'm going to do, you know. And that wouldn't be a problem once I get my money set up in a certain way. But, you know, I hope to be a person that can have the things that he needs to operate without outside factors, you know. And it's kind of hard to do that dealing with the internet age that we're in. Of course, there's other ways for me to make music and shit like that. But if I'm trying to put that shit on the Internet, then I need Internet. That's a simple fact. But I've been, um, you know, since the Internet has been down and my phone has been off for quite a while, maybe like 15 or so days more than it should have been. I've just been doing shit. You know, I've, I've been trying to keep my mind right and keep my mind on something I should be doing. So basically what I have, I'm going to go through a couple things I have, right? I've been working heavily on these, not the scripts. I've been working on the backstory for the Black Moon universe. Now, as always, I'm not going to tell you a goddamn thing about it because I don't trust this world. But, you know, I'm going to tell you how many pages is in that bitch. But what we're going to start off with is the music shit, right? So within the music shit, um... There's a lot of stuff that I hold on to, not on purpose, but what I tend to do is I make a lot of music and then that music seems to fit into an album, you know, at least like 
six songs, maybe a mixtape to 12 songs, maybe 15. So it's like I put that into a little album mindset for myself, but then I don't put it out because I just don't get around to working on it as in recording the shit. And then by the time I want to record it, I done already found another 15-something beats where I made a lot of other songs that I like more than the songs I wrote already. And that leads to me having an album uh, that I was going to put out that completely gets shelved, you know? So I really do have a lot of songs. But the first album I put out, it was um a lot more songs that I wanted to be up there, but I couldn't finish the tracks. And then by the time... It was like by the time I was ready to put that shit out to where, you know, I was doing things a little better. I learned a couple more things. It was like I had already lost the, the verses and, and sometimes, you know, you lose the beat, can't find that shit no more. So, you know, those are those things. And I don't know, the shit just it goes out that way. Like I do a I do a track, I do an album and I don't put it out. And then the next album I do, I put that shit out. And then the next one I do, I don't do nothing with it. And sometimes I'll be putting these songs up like. Here and there, like, oh, I'll just put this song up, you know? Maybe that's how everybody does it, but I don't know. But for now, what I have is my cousin, this nigga Bloodbath, this nigga sent me, he on the track with me, um, motherfucking imaginary characters, you know what I'm saying? That was his song idea. He sent that shit to me. You know, every once in a while, I'm in my little slum mindset. And somebody ends up coming to me. Like, yo, let's do some music, right? So he brought me out of the slum again with that imaginary character shit. Like, I found the beat. Niggas just went ahead with it. He put some amazing production to that shit. So, you know, I really like that song. Check out that imaginary characters, my nigga. Lord Mav BMP, YouTube. Um, Yeah, but he sent me a lot of beats before that song even got created. And it was like, I wrote to like six, seven of them. Right now, I got... Probably like 25 beats that I actually like sitting in the folder. I just fixed it up. And, um, you know, those songs, the, the verses for them songs, they're not finished, but they all sitting in my old phone. Because, you know, once I got my new phone, I started the same cycle. Niggas started getting more beats, and I was like, oh, I like this shit. And latency was what I ended up doing instead of doing the bloodbath tape, right? That might be what I call it. But the point is, it's like, with the, with the, not the point, but what happened in that situation was, it was the Lord Mav, no, the latency, that's what I'm trying to call it. The latency tape was supposed to be something super fucking short, because I really had that idea. I wanted to get my niggas on it, but I realized dumb niggas just be playing, right? Not to say that they, you know, doing that, but. When I was talking about the fucking super tape, I was just telling niggas, yo, I want to do a really short fucking piece of work, you know, so niggas could just run through it. If somebody want to listen to it, they could run through it and be like, yo, I listen to a whole album without even having to really dedicate themselves to it. That was the idea for it, right? And then it just came together once I decided I'm going to do it by myself. And then, you know, from that point, it was just, it's like, I really fuck with this shit and it's finished and I want to put it out. You know, so then I, I did that. And that's how the bloodbath tape just got halted. So right now, to get into what I have, I have, I have, I won't say two albums lined up, but it's technically three, but 
what I'm trying to get to is that I was writing some newer shit because I got into Isaiah Rashad and it's like I really like that music and I feel like his instrumentals more than his words because you know he's still a he's still a not New York nigga he be just saying some weird shit and you know sometimes his flows I don't know I don't want to get into all that the point is that the nigga beats be fly so it's like I found seven beats or six beats I like from from this nigga and them shits all went together for me and I started writing to that and now it was like I'm starting to finish it and I was like yo what about that bloodbath shit so then I went back and compiled all of the bloodbath beats and uh, the ones that I did and the ones that I like now because he sent me more. And it's like, damn, I need to do that. But again, I'm looking at it and it's like, this shit is wild tracks. It's like, nigga, that shit bad work. A nigga lazy. But I kind of want to do that before I do the, the spitting. But for me, for me, maybe. I think, I think Bloodbath might just have to be a project that I do. Because for me, Bloodbath, I'm not saying that the beats is not like on some professional shit because the beats that i get is all from youtube but what i feel is that those are a bunch of beats that were sent to me and i had to you know find the ones that i like and i could make a not to say i can't make an album out of it but it kind of won't fit into the narrative that i've created already with me being lord mav you know And I don't even know what that narrative is, but I feel like the bloodbath, it's all going to play a part of it, but I feel like the bloodbath tapes is something that's like, you know, on some no homo shit, it's some intimate hip hop shit that was sent to me for me to get my spark back up into the way that I started off rapping. Because when I started off rapping, the shit was kind of just like me trying to get into this ball shit, you know, it wasn't me trying to make these hooks. And I need to get back to that to improve my my lyrical skill. I've improved my... I, I done lost all types of lyrical skill with freestyle ability. And I traded that for the ability to actually write a song. So now that I know how to write a song, I need to go back and do that. And I feel like that's what the Bloodbath Tapes is. Spitting is supposed to be me just rapping. You know, that's, um, that's spitting, nigga. It's me coming in. I might have a hook, but I might not, you know. And it don't matter. But with the bloodbath tapes, it's like, nigga, this is hip-hop. Killing this rap shit. So, I don't know whether to do the spitting tapes first or the bloodbath tapes. Or the bloodbath tape. But I don't know. One of those is coming. And the spitting tape is pretty short. Seven songs. The bloodbath tape is pretty long. I might just do them shits together on some Eminem Biggie shit. You know what I'm saying? And then you got the 64-bit. The 64-bit is supposed to be a mixtape where... It's a lot of beats that, not a lot, all of these beats came from a playlist of, like, fucking cartoon songs. For some reason, like, 2014, 15, I had looked up, like, cartoon-type beats for some reason, and it was just a playlist with mad hard shit. Like, when I say hard shit, I mean, these niggas got a Spider-Man sample, a Mega Man sample, a Looney Tunes sample, fucking Pokemon sample, Charlie Brown sample. He's got a Tom and Jerry sample. Listen to this Mega Man sample real quick. I'm going to just play it.
I ain't never even played Mega Man or watched that shit, nigga. I don't know if that's a real sound from Mega Man, but I know that shit hard. That shit hard, nigga. I don't know what to do about that shit. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that'll be the third project, which is the really just me taking it back to kid shit, just playing around. You know what I mean? Taking it back to, to just me having fun. Just do what I want with that one, you know? So that's all the music shit. With the with the writing, what I have is I have see I gotta look at these pages. Right now, what I'm writing is the backstory for the Black Moon universe. Because I realized, not I realized, what I wanted this shit to be was uh like a, a Star Wars type shit. It's nothing for me to even compare this shit to, you know? You can compare it to uh the Marvel universe, you know. Even though, you know, maybe Avengers had come out by the time I was already thinking about this shit. Not the shit on niggas, but I don't know, I might be mistaken. But <laughs> anyway, the point is this shit is like it's supposed to be a large universe. And it's supposed to be mixing real life events too. So it's it's not like or 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 taking events. It's real like reality driven. Even though it might not be like what we see around us. It's super reality driven. So when you're looking at fucking the Avengers, it's like, okay, it's in the real world, but those are completely made up situations, you know, and there's there's no sense of truth to it in any way. It's just a story, you know? And you could do whatever the fuck you want to do with that. But when you're talking about trying to take the real world and adapt it to something that the real world could have been, then you got to do a lot more thinking with it, you know? And, like, um, let's say if, like, the Terminator took place and they tried to make that, like, the world that we live in, like they tried to do with the, um, with the fucking Terminator Genesis, right? If you have that, then the people have to try to find a way to abide by the realities of the world that we live in. And whatever happens in the story must then be logical to the decisions we would make in the real world, right? So the world can become anything in the world that we live in now. It can become anything, but certain things have to happen for it to become certain things, if you understand what I'm saying. So... It's like if people was to like change they to go to a super extreme to change their consciousness into robots, right? If we say we have a microchip or whatever the fuck, it should be small, but if we have a chip that can fucking hold the data it takes to to save human existence, right? Or or the life of a human being. Cause keep in mind the brain is like a computer, right? Or the computer is like a brain. A computer is like the brain or whatever. Two A's. Listen. If they say that they can do that. And people be like, hey, yo, I'll do that. You know, it's not going to just happen. Certain things have to happen for that to be created. Certain things have to happen for people to trust that creation. You know, and then certain other things can happen that can cause that to never be created. Or even if it's created, certain things can happen to where... It's just never messed with, you know, or it's messed with a little bit. And then people be like, nah, that's not good for us, you know. So different things can happen. But the job of a story that's trying to be at least a little bit real is to take the decisions 
if it's on a grand scale, this is the hard part. It's hard for me to talk about this without trying to speak about what the fuck is going on in the stories. But it's really just about people and their dissension into chaos, you know, like quickly and over a long period of time. And it's like, I like it. But, you know, it deals with time a bit. And it's like for me being a little kid and then watching all these time travel movies and then watching mad reviews and cinema sins and all this shit your movie sucks it's like watching all this shit having niggas just talk about like how time travel don't be making sense and you got to think about the singularity or, or the, the first time something happened the inciting incident you know what i'm saying it's like okay so i know if i'm gonna deal with time i have to i have to set something to where when people question it it makes sense you know Because you could question something, and if the answer is too far ahead of your knowledge base, then you could not understand it. Shit just be confusing in movies because it don't make sense. Like when you talk about the John Connor shit. You know what I'm saying? He met his father and sent his father back, right? But then you got to go, well, there has to be a first time that this shit happened where John Connor's father just naturally met the his mother um sarah connor i don't even know john connor father kyle reese so there has to be a natural setting where kyle reese met sarah connor and they had john connor and then by from for some reason kyle reese ended up meeting his son you know what i'm saying and it's like you can't think about it that way because it would either have to be kyle reese group kyle reese met sarah connor and and grew up or it's like oh if he grew up then he wouldn't be in a position lower than his than his son to be sent back like nigga you gotta go back and this shit wouldn't even make sense because it's like nigga it's a natural progression they just gonna meet again you know so it's like after you, you start thinking about the shit too much it doesn't make sense right so i don't want that to happen with this even though that's really a background like it's it's the main fucking point of the story but it's also the story is about deeper shit and that's just like some shit that's causing the deeper shit so it's like i don't really want niggas to get caught up in the in the in the timeline shit but the way for me to have niggas not get caught up in the timeline shit is to plot it out properly and to give a a sensible or sense i think it's sensible to give a sensible um explanation for the the series of events that's going on because if shit don't make sense then it don't make sense it's like nobody fucking want to watch that shit nigga if it's Niggas don't care what the fuck is going on, son. A unicorn is in Harry Potter, nigga. And at no point was I like, alright, nigga. Fuck is this unicorn doing here? Because they don't show, like, too many magical animals. What they talk about, like, an owl and a frog. They talk about, like, an owl. Maybe a frog. I don't know. I don't know about a cat. I just don't remember. But, (laughs) they, nigga, unicorns and all this magical shit wasn't on the list of animals you could bring to Hogwarts. And before that... We was dealing with the human world. So it's like, nigga, when a unicorn popped up, that could have been a moment for the audience. I'm talking about Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone because I realized I didn't say it. But that could have been a, a point for the audience to be like, what the fuck is this unicorn doing here? Like, that shit don't make sense. But the story was already so fucking fantastical and magical that when a unicorn popped up in the middle of a scene in the forest, you was just like, this is your first time seeing a magical creature, basically. 
if I'm if I'm like if I'm remembering right, you might have seen um Fluffy by that point, but that's different, nigga. Cause this is a unicorn, nigga. That's like a three-headed dog that it's just like that's something that's in the story. Nigga, that's a unicorn. That's something well known and something that could seem ridiculous if it just pops up. But it didn't seem like that, nigga, because the story was already set up properly. So then by that point, it's not distracting. That's what I care about. So this story, it's a bunch of, if I'm able to write this shit properly, then there's a bunch of situations that happen in the world that's caused by one man, basically. You know, or he's the cause of it. Or he's fueling it. But you don't, you know, you. by the time this shit comes out, when I get it done, ain't nobody going to be knowing about that. Or maybe they'll take this and be like, yeah, it's about one man. You ain't going to fucking know. You still ain't going to know how he causing it or what the fuck is going on. You're still going to be confused, nigga. But you're going to be confused due to having the weight. You're going to be, you're going to be, once again, my goal through watching all this review shit and understanding the stories a little bit better. Going through a little bit of this school shit. It's like, yo. With this, with this, with this motherfucking story shit, the story has to progress in a way where the person can see what happens and they can understand that this is happening here and there's a beginning and end to this story, but what's happening here is also a part of a larger story, you know? But for that to happen, once again, nigga, you have to have a beginning and an end. So one of my one of my most important things to do, once again, through watching these these reviews and understand things, is to make sure that every single story has an opening where you have new shit and an ending where that shit is pretty much over for. Whatever happens after that might connect to something else, but you know damn sure you feel like this situation here is done with, you know? And I'm going to do that. So, enough talking about what I'm going to do. This shit right here is currently 56 pages. I'm reaching the end of the story that I need to, to plot out. I'm not really plotting out the story. I'm just plotting out the, the events that's happening through the years. Excuse me. Now, these movies is going to take different levels of, of production, but it's going to start off simple. And I'm starting to think that the in-between time should be made into an anthology show, and that'd be fucking cool. Because I was just thinking about all the shit that I started writing, and it's like, yo, this should be crazy to show people. It's a lot of good moments in these between times I'm writing, because I'm I'm trying to go so in-depth with this shit, like, like how Star Wars is. How niggas be like, this happened and this happened. And they be like, nah, nigga, but this happened also. And they was like, that don't go there no more. And I don't want none of that shit to happen, nigga. I have a concise fucking timeline of shit. It's not even a timeline right now because it's, it's written out like in, in year form. Like, nigga, this happened this year, you know? So it's like, I'm looking at this timeline. I'm like, yo, when motherfuckers see this shit and they start to do the whole Star Wars fan, fan base shit off of it. Then it's like, they gonna have a lot of shit to talk about. And it's gonna be something that they could learn like it's fucking history. 
And this would be the shit where I would love to, you know, plans for my shit. I would love to produce all of these things and then, you know, make like little fucking universes. Because people, I'm not the only person having this idea. So I want to be the person who gets my shit out and then opens up the world. Like open up a fan base to say, yo, we want to make something we want to make a side story, you know, the black moon, <laughs> the half moons or whatever, you know, something like that, where it's just side stories that people could make up based off of the world. And, you know, you give them niggas writing credit and give them some money and shit, start niggas careers. But I had to get mine started first. So the point of this shit here is that it's 56 pages and... You know, it's coming together. Because before I start writing the scripts, you know, I got one script I already wrote. I need to adapt that heavily and just, you know, edit it and do a lot more with it. I need to revise that bitch. But, um, you know, I've learned a lot more. So I definitely need to throw my new learnings in there. But I need to first get this shit done to understand everything that's going to happen. Because once I understand everything that's going to happen... I could write the little reasons into the movie. Like, all of the shit that you don't have when the motherfucker change shit in the middle. Like, like how they say, excuse me, people were saying Jar Jar was supposed to be like a Sith Lord. Like, they were setting it up for Jar Jar to be a secret apprentice. And it's like, nigga, if that shit was real, you know, they could always fuck up the execution of it, but... In hindsight, that story sounds crazy. Like, this nigga a klutz, and then he come in being the most powerful Sith Lord or something, just like you saw Yoda being, like, a weird, like, little animal who's just tossing shit around, and he's hungry and shit. Because it's the subversion of expectation, you know what I mean? But they ain't do that, nigga. I want to have hot shit. I want to have hot shit that you could look at and be like, that I want you to look at it and not see that it was written, right? But when you keep watching it, I want you to see it and realize that somebody sat down and really plotted out these events and what happens and why it happens and how it matters and where it's taking the story, you know? Get done with this shit and make the anthology series. And then the anthology series, that could be the shit. That could be the start of the shit. The movement where just let anybody. Nigga say, what you want to do with this shit? This is the stories that we haven't covered. Pick one. Or assign them to people. Get that Black Moon Studios. So this is a long ass podcast where I'm just, you know, it's a streamer, streamer conscious. But I'm coming back with the real nigga news. It's a lot to talk about. The world drained me. My internet going out and everything else that happened after that was fucking me up. But I'm coming back, nigga. Slow and math. Peace.